Welcome to the Scarlet and May Show. I'm Zach. This is Adam. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's get right into it. Michigan played Rutgers this week. Give us your thoughts, Adam. Well, uh, I'm glad we switched it up since Michigan's the one that struggled this week. Uh, here's so Michigan goes up 20 to three. Should have been 24 to three, except Michigan can't go. Uh, we're gonna throw a quick fade or a quick run up the middle. Get yeah. down. Call a timeout. I'm I'm. A little frustrated, but I think I'm only frustrated because of the second half. But yeah, uh, then what in the world? So I, I don't know how much of it was a result of a potential trap and Michigan got a little complacent yeah. uh, in the second half, or if this is actually worrisome. I did notice in the second half, there outside of a Blake Corum run, there were no outside runs, there were no jet sweeps, no reverses. There were just up the middle runs. And a few turfed passes. Well, um, uh, McNamara tried to run that one to the outside. He sure did. he made the wrong read. (laughs) Man alive. Um, So I'm not pressing the panic button just yet, but I honestly, my hand is like over it for sure. Ready to smash the mess out of that thing. 4-0 Michigan and you're ready to panic. It's, yeah. Top 10, top 10, right? You know, I'd say it's a result of like a PTSD. They're 14. I thought that I saw some rankings they were top 10. No, they're it's fourteen. But they, it's, they dropped a little. Weren't they higher than that last week? No. Oh. Um, but they're oh. it's yeah. I'm worried, even though they're four and zero, because it's it's PTSD. Yeah. Especially coming straight off of last year, um, the second half offense was eerily similar and ineffective as last year's offense. So well, like what I took away was Michigan had two first downs in the second half, mm-hmm. and one was from a face mess that should have been a tackle for loss like right. there were two guys on him it didn't that he didn't need to like grab him by the face mask and um so that just tells me that michigan's unstoppable run game is stoppable and i mean it's, if ohio state can stop that that'd be a question it was interesting i i don't remember if i texted you during the game i said to a few people uh during the michigan state game i mean um the the similarities between the michigan state and the michigan games where both of them could not move the ball in the yeah. second half. It was just weird. Anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's fine. Um, that's all I had on that. Yeah. I mean, their unstoppable run game is stoppable, and Rutgers just dominated the ball in the second half. And Michigan really got lucky that they didn't, I didn't did, tie it up or even make it closer. Yeah, at one point um, – Cade McNamara was warming up on the side. I mean, sorry, J.J. McCarthy was warming up on the sidelines. Yeah. And I wonder if Rutgers would have tied the game or uh, I guess they never were in a position to take the lead since they missed that field goal that would have put them down four. But if they would have tied the game, I wonder. Well, that leads right into my next question. Yeah. Does does this change our thoughts on this? This is our ongoing question. Does it change our thoughts on McNamara in the – McCarthy debate. So during the game and immediately after the game, um, it for sure did. Taking a step back, calming down a little bit, I think so, which may seem really mild, but here's my thing. So Cade McNamara started the game 8 for 10, 156 yards. I thought he looked really good. He looked confident. He was doing fine. And then he took that roughing the passer hit, and he went 1 for 6 for 7 yards and couldn't hit anything, especially fourth quarter when they – uh, did three passes and then a punt. It was like short, short. short. He just could not hit anything. 
Yeah. Um, but so whether it was a confidence thing or getting gun shy as a result of the, that hit. So I'm not just like the panic button. I'm not ready to dump him. However, he better have a really short leash against Wisconsin. And I, yeah. I'll talk more well, about that later. Like, but I think Wisconsin's defense is as, as good as Shiano has that Rutgers defense. I think the Wisconsin's defense is even scarier. Yeah. Um, as awful as their offense is, but um, so yeah, even I last think, week you said that we're not going to see McCarthy. Yeah. Well, I think even like. Like, he just game-managed. And even the throws that he was hitting, I felt like those guys were wide open and it was like a blown coverage and stuff at times, like the downfield throws at least and stuff. And I just don't see how a five-star guy like McCarthy can't do those same things and some. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem would be he wouldn't try to manage the game. He would try to throw it for a touchdown every time or something. Well, I mean, it seems like McCarthy can do what Michigan did in the second half, what they handed the ball off. Yeah. How many they what they threw the ball what maybe five That's times you're in gonna, the second half? You're gonna have to take even if they're not completed, you're gonna have to take some deep shots against Wisconsin to open up the run game. Right. Otherwise it's the twenty twenty offense all over again and goodness gracious. Although even with <laughs> with Joe Milton, it didn't matter if they threw it deep because they it wasn't gonna get completed. Yeah. So <laughs> that didn't even matter. But uh, anyways, Ohio State fifty nine, Akron seven. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So do you think we see McCarthy? Um, I, uh, it, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. So like what percent? Are you 50-50? Yeah, I think I'm 50-50 at this point whether or not we see him in meaning, meaningful plays. Okay. I, what, last week it was probably like 15-85, not factoring yeah. an injury. Like fifteen eighty five like percent chance, but I think it's taken a big, taken a big leap this I week. I think if... I think this week is going to be very, very telling. Either McNamara gets pulled or they play him all game and they lose, and I think that's it. Yeah. But if, if McNamara looks okay, if Michigan wins the game, I think we continue to see him manage the game yeah. moving forward. But Ohio State 59, Akron 7. I mean, it's Akron. Rob, honestly, Robbie was kind of right. I mean, Akron went up 7-0. They look sexy for DJ, a drive. DJ Irons looks sexy on their second drive <laughs> of the game. McCord, McCord looked awful on the first drive because we stopped them on their first drive, and then McCord threw three straight incompletions after Trevion Henderson got a decent run. But McCord looked shaky, and then DJ Irons just drove him right down the field and scored a touchdown. And I, I'm going to be honest. I was sweating a little bit, but they got it together. And, I mean, it was 59-7. After, yeah. It was 59-0 after that. Um, I thought I, neither McCord or Miller looked bad. Obviously, it's Akron. Um, I think it's still Stroud's job. If he's healthy this week, they're going to play him. I, like, I can guarantee that. Right. Um, honestly thought that Miller looked better, although he was in with like less pressure when it was the second half. I thought he was getting the ball out quicker and more accurate. And just like putting the ball, like there were a few throws that McCord made that were completed that I'm like, if this wasn't Akron, that might have been an interception. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any takeaways on the actual game. My takeaway was I hope Ohio State's problems re-arise. Uh, seemed like they got some things figured out, even though a linebacker quit mid-game and tweeted at the yeah. team. Um, after this past week, I think Ohio State is the Big Ten's only chance for a playoff team, even though Iowa, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State are all undefeated. Maryland's um, undefeated, too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Ohio State beats Penn State, and Penn State has to go to Iowa City. Uh, 
So I don't think Penn State makes it. So I think it's Ohio State or bust. I'm hoping bust. I hope their problems come up again and yeah, whatever. Um, is C.J. Stroud, you said you think he'll be the starter. Do you think he'll be the starter all season? Do you think Quinn Ewers, he didn't play against Akron. See, see, my thing is, I don't know, like the first, the first half of the Minnesota game, the first game of the season, he was missing guys. But then the second half, he was on target. And so I think it was jitters then, but then the Tulsa game, he was missing guys, but I think it was because of the shoulder injury. Mm. And so it'll be interesting to see if he's 100%, if he can be more accurate. But I think if he's still inaccurate and we're still struggling, it, they might have a short leash on him. But I think I think we'll see Stroud all season. Yeah. I said I think maybe, maybe not. Um, I wonder if there will be it's, – it's definitely not going to be a short leash. I wonder if there's going to be a leash. And it's definitely not going to be Ewers that goes in like right. we talked about at the beginning of the season because he, he wasn't even like on the depth chart this last week. Yeah, like, I don't think Ewers will play. He, I mean, he's yeah. supposed to be a high school senior. They have – Ten yeah. other five stars on the roster. It's whatever. <laughs> they have other options. Yeah. Um, all right, picks update. We tied this week. Yeah. Uh, we both beat Robbie, thankfully. Thankfully. Uh, thank you for picking Rutgers, Robbie. We might, uh, have, we might have had quality dairy milk back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were both 8-3, and three, so you're 37-12 and 12 overall. I'm 38-10 and 10 overall, so I got percentage. I got wins. Okay. We'll see how we do. Yeah, it's still a long season. It's still a lot of games left to pick. Uh, Big Ten Players of the Week. We have more co-offensive Players of the Week. It's, it's so lame to me. It's such a cop I think so, too. Just, Just pick, pick one. one. Yeah. It makes our show more fun, too, then, because then we can argue. It's, it's an easier argument against one guy than two guys. Like, yeah. Maybe, um, maybe if they picked Evan Hull, we would have argued for Sean Clifford. Maybe. Aren't they watching our show over there at the Big Ten Network? <laughs> they should be if they're not. Uh, Sean Clifford from Penn State, 401 passing yards, career high, four touchdown passes. They did play Villanova, mighty yeah. Villanova. And then Evan Hall against the mighty Ohio Bobcats for <laughs> Northwest. It's Northwestern, yeah. so expectations are way lower. But Evan Hall rushed for 216 yards, two rushing touchdowns, 9.8 yards per carry. Yeah. Man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, do we have any qualms with either of those? No, I mean, they're both impressive games against not impressive opponents, but yeah, who else do you put in there? All the other, all the other, the teams that played impressive opponents didn't have any right. big offensive stats like this. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the week, you want to take it? Oh, yeah. So it's Jack Campbell from Iowa. He had a career-high 18 tackles, three pass breakups, and a fumble recovery against Colorado State. I do not think he should have been defense player of the week. I think it should have been Jacob Penisuk. Penisuk? Is that how you say it? You say it. Panishuk, I think. Okay, well, so we both sound stupid. I just know or he's dirty, but stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He had the highest pass rush grade in college football last week, according to Pro Football Focus, a 94.1. Pretty sure that's out of 100. And then he had 14 quarterback pressures. That is incredible. And three sacks. So I think that was a very impressive stat line. And actually, he was the PFF um, like the college PFF, yeah, their uh, their defensive player of the of the week nationally. So I thought it should have been him for, from the Big Ten. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, solid game. Uh, week three, Big Ten takeaways or week f- yeah, week three, right? Four, no, week, week four. Week four. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any? Um, not really. I think the more we get into Big Ten play, we'll see more. I think it'll be interesting to see if Maryland's the real deal this week when they play Iowa mm-hmm. at Iowa. Um, Talia finally plays a good defense. Yeah, I feel like the West is like 
Iowa other than the rest. It's like it's so hard to decide. Like the only other team, the only other team that's undefeated in conference play over there in week through four weeks is Purdue, and they're one and all. Somehow Illinois played three conference games. I don't know yeah. how that happened. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, other than the the East is just loaded compared to the West. Right. I mean, obviously we have we have four undefeated teams and Ohio State. Right. Man yeah. alive. Uh, I just said, again, I touched on it before, but for the playoff, it's Ohio State or bust. Yeah. Um, Penn yeah. State, I mean, if Penn State beats Ohio State, sure. Um, but they go to Iowa City, I just, we'll yeah. see. Penn State would have to beat Iowa twice in neither time. In, right. Um, where do they play? They play Iowa City the first one, and then. No, where's their home, where's their home place? Penn State? Yeah. I'm, blank, I'm blanking on I'm it. Like, you put me on the spot. <laughs> put myself Whatever. on the spot. I'm blanking on Beaver Town. Yeah, no, that I don't sounds know. right. It's not. Uh, Beaver State Town. College. Beaver Town's definitely not right. No, it's State College. Penn State plays in State College. Is that a town name? It's, yeah. Did they, uh, <laughs> do they realize how dumb that sounds? Pennsylvania. Penn State. Or maybe this is my Michigan State recruits well moment. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe um, that... Um, and Thorne is the temple transfer moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie. Uh, I still think so. I still think Ohio State figures things out despite what Kayvon Pope and Kerry Coombs want me uh, or have me wanting to believe. Yeah. Um, I think starting this week, we all stop doubting Ohio State. Please prove me wrong, Ohio State. Uh, but I think this week we stopped doubting them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was so everyone was so quick to doubt them after like they lost by seven to a top 15 team at the time and now a top five team. Like, is that really like a, like when you throw a team in the garbage? Like, right. Especially Ohio State, like they could easily bounce back from this. And I I love I love that they still struggled on defense against Tulsa and um, I think DJ that's Irons. That's the key. It wasn't just them. Oregon. They they didn't yeah, look like true. their normal selves. For but the, the thing is, the defense looked different against Tulsa. And I think part of the reason that it didn't look good is because they're trying to figure new defensive things out and I think the more the season goes on that that defense will improve a lot better a lot more because they're going to be getting complicated they, their defense was so basic before I think I think it'll be good that they're like changing things up right uh rapid fire turd pile picks uh we got a few uh Charlotte at Illinois I got Illinois I really wanted to pick Charlotte here just because I mean they beat Duke they beat Duke that's a power five team but Duke is awful. It, they're awful. Yeah. And so I had to go Illinois here. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota-Purdue. This honestly could have been the game of the week because it, <laughs> they're both so bad. <laughs> but I think they're pretty even, but I got Minnesota. I've got Purdue. There we go. Purdue 2-0 in the Big Ten. <laughs> they haven't played. That's, that's, <laughs> they haven't played Minnesota, <laughs> who we all know just lost and is not good. Uh, Indiana-Penn State. Indiana's dead and buried. Penn State. Yeah, um, you were wrong about them losing last week, though. That's true. But I also have Penn State here. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, Western Kentucky, Michigan State. I got Michigan State. You're not picking Western Kentucky? I'm not. They, I would, I would almost, love to pick almost, Western Kentucky for Jack Harbaugh, but I can't do it. Who's Jack Harbaugh? Uh, he's, a, he's an old football coach that has no relation to Jim Harbaugh. No, he's Jim's dad. He coached at Western Kentucky. Oh, Jim has a dad that coached? He does have a dad. And yeah, he coached. I didn't, know, I didn't know he coached. That's yeah. pretty cool. Won the national championship. At Western Kentucky? Yeah. It was B2. Or not, you know, FCS. FCS. Oh, okay, okay. One to play. Whatever. Interesting. Fun fact. 
Fun fact. I mean, we should we should start doing that. Fun fact every week. Jack Harbaugh right. won an national championship at Western Kentucky. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, I got Michigan State. <laughs> yep, there we go. Uh, the big question, does does Kenneth Walker the third look look human again or does he look good again? Yeah. I mean... No, I'm, I'm asking. Do you think he looks better or do you think he looks like he did last week? I mean, I think it's West Kentucky. It's not Nebraska. Like, as bad as Nebraska is, they're still a Big Ten team okay. and, like, their defense is solid. They held Oklahoma to 23 points. Yeah, I mean, Miami is an ACT team and... He looked pretty good against them. Okay, but Miami doesn't have good as defense as Nebraska. Okay. Miami, I don't, they, they're they a turd pile on their own. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nebraska, Northwestern at Nebraska, I got Nebraska. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, I saw this tweet. This would have been my tweet of the week, but I don't yeah. think we're doing tweet of the week this, this week. I don't have one, yeah. Yeah, but this probably would have been my tweet of the week. Um, literally three plays – Go differently, and Nebraska is five and zero right now. That's insane. But instead, they're two and three. I do think I will say this: if Northwestern beats Nebraska, they need to fire Scott Frost. Yeah, on on spot. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got Nebraska. Home. I've got Nebraska. Though. Okay, uh, we got three varsity games this week. Number fourteen, Michigan at Wisconsin. Uh, Graham Mertz is zero for five in his career starts against ranked opponents. He has sixteen turnovers in those games. Throwing for 5.3 yards per attempt. Uh, 11 of those 16 turnovers were interceptions. That's over two interceptions a game against ranked teams. That's insane. That said, I'm wearing this shirt for a reason. Respect is earned. Uh, Rutgers stacked the box and dared Michigan to not run up the middle. And all Michigan did is run up the middle and then throw a few passes that turfed into the ground. Uh, Does McNamara get a chance to redeem himself or is he just not good or is he broken do we need to see uh jj mccarthy for michigan to score because if there's no passing threat they won't be able to run well enough consistently to win the game um i think if michigan passes for 150 yards i think they win if not i think they lose basically what it is is if michigan's coaches adjust i think they win but if they do what they tried against rutgers i don't care how terrible graham mertz is michigan loses uh, in 2018, since it's the year I keep referencing for Michigan, they went down 17 nothing against Northwestern. They ended up coming back to win, and then they they did fairly like they won fairly easily until the Ohio State game. Um, I hope the Rutgers game is the 2021 equivalent to that, and it was a blip for the season. However, so you're hoping this year goes like 2018. Yeah, I mean at least up until then, and you know this is changing week by week, but. I hope I'm wrong in overreacting to one game. I just think uh, Wisconsin wins it and the calls for Harbaugh's firing get louder from within the fan base because, I mean, we saw a lot of this last year. Um, so I might be overreacting to the second half, really not even the whole game, just the second half last week. I just respect is earned. Last, week, a lot of res- or last year, a lot of respect was lost. A lot of faith in Michigan's staff was lost. Uh, and the... This past week, the game against Rutgers, PTSD just brought up a lot of <laughs> distrust, uneasiness, whatever. So I, I hope either McNamara or McCarthy is able to throw the ball. So, who, so who's your pick? Pick. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's going to win. Actually? Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's, I've been hurt too many times. I, I don't have a lot to say about this game yeah. just because, I mean, I think, I think Michigan's the better team. 
I, I think Rutgers was partly a fluke. Partly Rutgers is better than everyone thought. And I think Graham Mertz, someone told me this, and I might not have listened, but I might have listened a little bit. Somebody told me that he sucks. Mm-hmm. He might have been on this show. It might have been. It was Adam. Adam said Graham Mertz sucks. And Graham, he still does suck. <laughs> I don't know if he sucks bad enough. I think he does. If it, maybe he, if he throws two picks in the game, maybe. Look, I mean, look at he single-handedly was was the reason why they mm-hmm. lost to Notre well, Dame. Well, he's the single-handedly the reason it got out of hand at least. Yeah. We did talk about, uh, we were texting during the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game, and I said, I don't know how much of this is the defense is being this good or the offense is being this bad, and then Notre Dame's backup came in. He yeah. did really well and scored, and I said, well, I guess it was the, the offense is being this it was, bad. It was the Wisconsin quarterbacks. Yeah. The, the yeah. Wisconsin, they're so good everywhere but quarterback since Russell Wilson. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And but, he, they only had Russell Wilson for, what, one year because he was a grad transfer? Or right. Yeah. So you have Michigan? Yeah, I have Michigan winning. Man alive. I hope you're right. Yeah, so then the next game is Ohio State at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Rutgers is they have, they're one win away from equaling, equaling their best win total in the past seven seasons. Um, I think I think Shiano's great. Shiano's been great there. Like they're like they're like light years ahead of where they were before Shiano since the last time Shiano was there. It, but um, and the Ruck, the Rutgers run game is is great. But I think Ohio State's pass game is better than Michigan's, and that's the difference where Ohio State pulls ahead, and I think I think Ohio State handles them. Ohio State, in the seven times that they've played since Rutgers has joined the Big Ten, they'd never played before. Mm-hmm. Their average margin of victory is larger than 40, and Ohio State scored over 50 points every year except for twice. In those two years, they both scored 49 against Rutgers. So do you think uh, Ohio State wins by 50? Um, or was it forty or fifty? It was forty. Yeah. So do you think they win by over forty? Um, I like. I love that you have to think about it. I think they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the spread is only eighteen and a half. It's probably the smallest spread <laughs> for this game ever. It is interesting. So, I believe Rutgers had zero uh, votes for the top twenty-five. Then they lose to Michigan, and now they have a few votes. Yeah. In the others receiving votes category. But um, I, I think Rutgers is a lot better than they have been. Um, I still don't think they're actually good, which is why I'm as frustrated as I am, in part because all of the bad, it seems like, came in the second half for Michigan. But um, I don't think Rutgers is actually good yet. Um, credit Shiano for turning them around this yeah. much this quickly. Oh, my gosh. Well, well I think well, – uh, they were saying that Greg Schiano said that he always thought that Rutgers should be a Big Ten school, mm-hmm. and like, I think that they just now are finally getting to that point where they are a Big Ten team, mm-hmm. even though they've been in the league for seven years or whatever it's been. Right. I think they're just now getting to that level of a Big Ten team. Yeah. Reaching that potential, and of course, it's when Schiano comes back. Right. Yeah, I, I think Ohio State wins easily, twenty-eight or more, probably more. Yeah. I think twenty-eight's the bare minimum, probably. Yeah. If not. Even more credit to Shiano and Rutgers. Uh, game of the week, so the winner just gets an extra point in the standings. Yeah. Wait, we were gonna do the um, since the two games. Oh yeah. Forget. Okay, so not game of the week yet. Right. First, we thought there weren't as many games this week, so 
we wanted to add in. There's a couple top ten matchups this week outside the Big Ten, right. so we're expanding a little bit outside the Big Ten. It's a little fun. So first up, we have Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Notre Dame just they keep playing solid teams and keep squeaking out the wins. What do you think of that game? I think it'll be interesting which quarterback Notre Dame plays. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. Yeah, I think Desmond Ritter is the better quarterback. I think um, Luke Fickle's the better coach. I think Cincinnati might not be as talented, but they're the better team. And I think so you just said that Luke Fickle is the better coach, and Brian Kelly is the best coach apparently in Notre Dame history. He's what he's passing Newt Rockney. He's what had the most longevity. Yeah, probably. I was wondering uh, how many games it took each of them to do it, but I, yeah. I didn't bother looking it up. I had I had our newborn alone this weekend, and so I was well, just... Well, and, like, their, their typical, like, big rivalries, like USC and Stanford mm-hmm. and stuff, while he's been there, they have neither of them have been great. Right. And who's some of the other teams that they usually play? I mean, they, I mean, they've only played Michigan a few times. Yeah, and they used to play Michigan State all the time, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they kind of, their schedule kind of got easier under him, too, I feel like. Yeah. Well, and more games, too. But, yeah, more games, yep. Uh, yeah. Um, so Cincinnati. Yeah, I've got Cincinnati. I think this will be huge, too. If Cincinnati can pull off this win, they have a real shot at being the first non-Power 5 team to make the playoffs. I mean, this is the year with seemingly everyone but Bama and Georgia. Yeah, their schedule gets a lot easier after this. And, yeah. I mean, they still would have to go undefeated, obviously. But Right. Yeah. So then the next game is... Number eight, Arkansas at number two, Georgia. Um, even after Arkansas, I, I was wrong. Ohio State's 15-point favorite out of a record, so okay. last I checked. But um, even after Arkansas beat a top-10 team, Texas A&M, they jumped to the top-10. Georgia is still – they're 18.5-point favorites over Arkansas. I was mixing up with that. Yeah. Um, which is incredible. Like it, I think it just shows how good the top two teams in college football right now, Alabama and Georgia, are – I think head and shoulders above everyone right now. Not yep. to say that some teams can turn it around and beat them this year, but they're the best two teams in college football, and I think Georgia handles Arkansas. Yeah, I don't know I, if they'll cover the spread, but yeah. See, I think Georgia's going to blow the spread out of the water. I think Georgia's going to just run them out of the building. Yeah. Um, Georgia's just really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now... Now the game of the week. Number five, Iowa at undefeated Maryland. Um, yeah. I'll let you go first. I mean, I think we find out if uh, Maryland is good. Legit. Legit. Yeah. Pretend, pretenders or contenders this week. I think I think that they're good. I don't think they're legit. I don't think they're as good as their record shows. I think they're still a solid team. But I've got Iowa here. I don't think – I think their defense is too good. And Talia struggles against that Iowa defense. How much do you think? Because we're supposed to pick the spread. Oh, right. Um – I think Iowa by seven. Okay. Um, so it's this is interesting. I'm actually a huge believer in Maryland, a believer that they're the same Maryland team that starts strong and collapses fast. So Talia's good, not good enough to change that narrative, at least not against Iowa's defense. Um, Maryland's only hope is that Kirk Ferentz has Spencer Petras throw it a bunch. <laughs> uh, but my prediction is that Tyler Goodson, Iowa's running back, breaks out for 125 yards, a couple touchdowns. Iowa's defense frustrates Talia, who hasn't played a defense nearly as good as this. Yeah. Um, I think Iowa by eight. I swear, Maryland starts off three or four and all every year. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I haven't fact-checked that, but it seems like they start every year. And then they 
play real teams, and then they collapse. Well, the thing is, like, there was the they beat Texas back to back the one year. There was the one year it was like Texas. Texas, Texas isn't good, it, but it was the one year it was like Texas is back. Yeah. And then the next week they lost to Maryland. I mean, it's, yeah, Texas, Notre Dame, Michigan are always. If they, I loved it when Michigan and Notre Dame would play, and the winner of that game was back. <laughs> was back every and time. And then both teams were not very good. <laughs> but I mean, it was the same well, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I could get into a long discussion. With yeah, that, but yeah, let's not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Iowa. Uh, I actually had a different pick, but hearing your seven, I'm gonna I'm gonna play prices right and say Iowa by eight. Okay. So if they win by more than seven, cool. I win. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I'll, what did uh, you have before? Ten. Oh. I, mean, I mean, not fine. much. Oh, yeah, different. not much different. It's not much. Otherwise, I would have jokingly said that. But uh, that's it for this week's show. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, share uh, on on social media, on YouTube. All of that. Yeah, we're on everything. Yeah, buy your buy your cider and donuts at Quality Dairy. We'll see you next week.